Hello, 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 and welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast. You may or may not have noticed we were gone for a while. My friend, my compatriot, my partner was missing. He was lost in the mountains. It's Andy. Say hi, Andy. What's up, buddy? What's up, everybody out there on the internets? I made it out of the mountains. Don't worry. I'm okay. Yeah, you may or may not have even noticed that we missed a week on our (laughs) shows. I'm sitting in the Album Nerds studios. This is Dude, by the way. I'm ready to go. Headphones on, mic'd up, waiting, and it's just crickets. And then I get... (laughs) I get a scattered broadcast on the CB from Andy, <laughs> who's lost out, I assume, in the Adirondack Mountains, and uh, he forgot He forgot about y'all, so I'd like to apologize <laughs> on behalf of Andy. <laughs> so what were you doing in the mountains, dude? I was doing a little hiking, a little camping. I was up on top of a mountain, actually, when we were supposed to be recording the show. So uh, I was lucky enough to get off a text message, but uh, made it back this week. So ready to ready to dig back in and uh, bring you guys some some good new music and some things that we're listening to and excited about. Sounds good. But I think first, you know, we, we've talked before about maybe doing a Patreon site uh, so that we can, yeah. um, you know, incent some listeners to maybe donate to help us defray the cost of the show, maybe get some T-shirts together. But I think maybe a sat phone would be useful so that you can never <laughs> so can blow us off again. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that would be a good first investment. But, uh, yeah, for now we're good. Just back an idea. In, uh, back in the Wi-Fi and civilization, and it's good to take a shower and uh, listen to some actual music again, so... So why don't you tell these suckers what we do here at the Album Nerds Podcast, and then we'll uh, get rolling. Yeah, so we're, uh, we are two music nerds. We love listening to records, and we spend a lot of our time doing so. And we like to uh, kind of filter through all the noise out there. There's so much music coming out and so much buzz about it. We, uh, we listen to the records for you and kind of tell you what's new and what's good and make some recommendations and uh, one of the ways we do that is uh, we uh, scour out a lot of new artists on social media, especially uh, the Twitter. And uh, actually, we got a couple couple artists that we've uh, that we discovered on Twitter, kind of uh, two lesser known in their uh, respective genres that we wanted to uh, feature for you here today. And what are we calling that, Andy? Calling it Twits and Bits. Ooh, that's genius. That's twits. Tweets. Yeah, we're kicking around a bunch of different names, but uh, twits and bits seem to had a nice roll to it, but it also didn't sound too dirty like some of our other ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's just dirty enough to be acceptable for the show. But yeah, so we got, a, we got a country artist and a hip-hop artist that we wanted to uh, feature. We want to uh, jump into the, uh, the country flavor there, since that is your, your expertise. Let's. Oh, I wouldn't call it my expertise, but I'm working on it. Um, yeah, let's do that. First of all, I'd like to mention that I'm enjoying a delicious beverage right now. I'm having myself a beer teeny, which I uh, have read that it's a thing in like South Dakota. It's basically <laughs> you pour yourself a beer, you put a couple olives in it, maybe a splash of olive juice and some salt, makes the olives kind of dance around. It's delicious and it's nutritious. So without further wow. ado, yeah. <laughs> 
Beer and olives. Wow. Yeah, it's that awesome, sounds... man. It's awesome. I'm glad you enjoy that. Another thing I like is a Midwestern favorite, which is the red beer, which is beer and tomato juice. But we don't need to. Wow. Go down that path. That's also a delicious combination. So anyway, <laughs> what we found out on the on the in the Twitter sphere, you know, we we follow a lot of different uh, artists and and uh, we have a handful of followers ourselves who sometimes point out new music and ideas for us for the show, which we appreciate very much. Uh, RD Country is that at RD Country? Andy is that their handle? Uh, it's actually Red Dirt Country is their, okay. is their handle. Okay, yeah. Red Dirt Country um, on Twitter suggested to us after we talked to him about um, some of our favorite country artists, Culture Wall included. He he suggested Ward Davis is one to listen to, and I checked it out. Fifteen years in a ten year town. Uh, it's a pretty gritty. It's like a compilation of uh, Americana music that tells a story of redemption. Uh, the album takes a step away from that Nashville culture and gets back to the traditional American music roots. It's very acoustic-y. It's very straightforward. This guy, Ward Davis, apparently has been out in the scene for a long time. Songwriter in Nashville. Got fed up with the whole thing and has kind of gone independent. Much like uh, Jamie Johnson, who uh, he has collaborated with on this on this record and, and Willie Nelson's on the record as well. And one of my favorite songs from the uh, Django and Jimmy album from a couple of years ago, that was Willie Nelson and, and uh, Merle Haggard love that record. Mm-hmm. One of the best songs on it, unfair weather friend. And that was written by Ward Davis, co-written by Ward Davis and Marla Cannon Goodman. Awesome song. And the fact that when I was listening to this record and it came on, I'm like, Oh, he's covering Willie and Merle and come to find right. out they, it was the other way around. And I thought that was pretty freaking cool. So, uh, Enjoy the record. It's very straightforward. Like his voice, like his style. I like his attitude, and I think there's a this this kind of type of uh, artist in the country world. I think it's growing, and I think they have a nice strong following, and I think they'll be around for years to come. I'm gonna play a really quick little track, "Old War Out Cowboys," uh, that's from this record and written by Ward Davis, and it features Jamie Johnson and the granddaddy of them all, Willie Nelson. Where the cue sticks are straight And the beer's always cold And the jukebox is played Hank Williams for free And they'll never stay home And they're always alone Even with someone they Now, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Am I right or am I right? That's just good stuff. I really was surprised at, at how much I liked this. Pleasantly surprised. What do you think? Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, this isn't quite my cup of tea in general, but I think it's a enjoyable record. You know, I always have a soft spot for Willie Nelson. Um, so it was cool hearing him on this track. And obviously, if, if those guys are hanging out with, uh, with Ward Davis, he's obviously got a lot of good things going for him. So... Yeah, I was a little surprised just in general, like on Twitter, how vibrant this uh, community is for for this red dirt kind of outlaw country scene. It's definitely uh, seems like a growing uh, movement in the genre. 
So, um, yeah, I'm, I'll be curious to see uh, what, what he puts out this this year, if anything else. He did have one single from the spring, um, but the, yeah, the record we listened to was from 2015. So, yeah, yeah, be curious to hear what he's been up to lately. One of the better one of the one of the things I like about these off the radar artists that aren't quite uh, you know big record label is that their yeah. turnaround time is a little faster. For right? Music. Yeah, there's a lot less hoops to jump through to get records yeah. out there. Totally. Yeah, that's a good segue, actually, to the, the artist I wanted to mention, guy by the name of OKK, who is a, a rapper and kind of works in what I'd call like the uh, kind of a dreamy atmosphere, like future R&B hip hop space. And he's put out a ton of music this year, mostly, I think it's all self-released through his uh, SoundCloud page, um, but it's up on Spotify and Google Play Music and on those other streaming services as well. Um, he's put out, I think, three EPs this year under a couple different names, um, as well as a couple singles. So he's just kind of been pouring music out. It seems like as he finishes it, he releases it, which is pretty exciting. He's got kind of like a very slow, almost uh, talk kind of style to his rap where it's the flow it can be very deliberate um sometimes pretty low in the mix and he mixes that with like a very atmospheric dreamy uh production style which i think creates a very cool soundscape and makes it nice for just kind of kicking back and chilling and relaxing so he put out a ep just a couple weeks ago under the name gladwell and we're actually going to play a cut from that called sunday forgettable yeah it just amazes me like the quality of music that people are able to put out you know, with I assume relatively small budgets and not super fancy studios, it sounds sounds really good. What did you What do you think, man? The first thing that comes to mind with OKK is drugs are bad. Okay, okay. That's all I could hear. The guy from uh, South Park. You know, the teacher that says, oh, the teacher. are bad. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> unfortunately, that's what came to mind uh, from the name. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I thought that some of the beats and stuff sounded reminiscent of the of the uh, early '90s, you know, Snoop Dogg and and Dr. Dre type of stuff. Okay, the West Coast feel. Yeah, a little bit to me with the, just the the sound of the beats. But yeah, it was it was okay. okay. <laughs> How on Twitter did you engage? Uh, I think he, I think I may have tweeted one of his songs out a few months ago and he cool. kind of got back and just like, Hey, just got some new stuff out. And he's a super friendly guy. I was talking to him early today. Um, he's just at, at Gladwell is his handle on Twitter. Definitely check out some of his music. It's up on, uh, SoundCloud, all available to stream for free. And I think he'll be somebody, uh, somebody who should be doing some interesting stuff for over the next few years. Yeah, it's pretty I mean Twitter can be very cool for this and I I'd never used it until we started this show. I still find it completely confusing. As you know, I have trouble navigating it cuz I'm old, but it's really cool to have that kind of 
interaction with artists and record labels and whatever and it, it's just it's it's cool and i and i hope we continue to do that because this is this has been fun i didn't expect to discover anything this way i thought we'd just be pushing our show on people so, yeah no, cool. it's a conversation for sure so yeah if you're out there you're a new artist we'd love to listen to your records and uh get to know you a little bit feel free to uh look us up uh at album nerds oh word up so i guess we should move on eh yeah we got a couple new releases like full-length releases uh, from some new artists that we want to dig into a little bit deeper. Rock on! <laughs> You're back uh, to put away your country voice and get out your rock and roll voice. That's right. Yeah! I'm going to talk about... Uh, now, mine is not a full-length. It's a four-song EP, but uh, oh, right. I believe this band is going to be basically putting out three EPs throughout the year. Is that correct? Yeah, I read that. And making yeah. one LP? Okay. Mm -hmm. So the band is Greta Van Fleet. The album is Black Smoke Rising. The EP, rather, is Black Smoke Rising. Two 18-year-olds and two 21-year-old, well, kids to me. Um, I am really impressed with with their lyrics, with the depth of... The music, the musicianship, the vocalist is um, pretty crazily good. I, I don't even know how this guy sings like he does. So why don't we just kind of play a little something? We'll talk a little bit more about the band, but why don't we play a taste of Greta Van Fleet? This one is called Highway Tune. I believe it's the first single off of this. Uh, here we go. So what did you think of this just as a first pass? Be honest. Um, well, something you said stuck with me when you kind of introduced me to this a uh, month or two back. Like It sounds, I was shocked how young they were, first of all, because it's the music just sounds like it just pours out of them. It's like, uh, I think you said it was like effortless. After yeah. after watching them play a few times, I was like, wow, these guys are just natural musicians. It's absolutely incredible. To, I mean, there's no way they could have possibly have learned all this. They must have been like uh, reincarnated uh, from some past rock legend or something. <laughs> I I mean, it's like, uh, obviously, Led Zeppelin would be the first thing that comes to mind. There's a lot of similarities in the music and the vocals, you know, I, it's hard to hard to get around that. And I think that's probably why they've become popular is because people are like, hey, you like Zeppelin. This band sounds exactly like them. Well, I wouldn't say right. they sound right. exactly like them. I mean, yes, there's definitely similarities in, in the band itself. So the, the members, they were formed in 2012. It's Josh Kiska, Jake Kiska, Sam Kiska, and Daniel Danny Wagner. Um I believe Josh is the lead singer, and they grew up on the blues. Okay. Um, they grew up listening to the blues. Their dad is a musician, I believe, and I think some of it is that they have the same influences as Led Zeppelin. I mean, Led Zeppelin, mm -hmm. w 
was raised on the blues. Those guys, they bo- they borrowed from the blues as well. So I, yes, I think there's some similarities. I think this band will grow. But when you watch them live on the YouTube videos and you see that kid singing, he doesn't seem like he's trying to sound like anyone. That's what I think the main point is. If it sounds similar, I think it just sounds similar. And young kids that are digging this aren't going to know the difference, you know, because to them, Led Zeppelin is 40, 50 years ago, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it's okay for things to recycle. It's okay for things to be born again. And, you know, Led Zeppelin have been accused of stealing other people's riffs and songs for years. Borrowing's okay. Having the same influence is okay. And I think these guys have a ton of potential, a ton of talent. And I, it almost angers me to hear people make Led Zeppelin comparisons because I feel like it's been long enough and these guys came to this naturally. That's my feeling. Well, I agree with you. Um, it seems very natural and genuine for them to kind of just exude this music out of their pores. And I mean, I would say if you're going to be compared to any band, I mean, might as well be one of the best bands in rock history. So it's not, yeah. it's not a, they're not dig at them by any means. <laughs> no, but you know, you don't want, when you're a band, you don't want to be like, oh, you, you're trying to sound like something. And I really don't think they're trying to sound like anything. And that's what I want to, that's the the point I want to make clear is I don't think they're trying to just sound like Led Zeppelin and he's trying to sound like Robert Plant. Right. I think, you know, I think that they, this is just how they sound. Yeah. Go with that. They're, uh, they're actually a headline in their t- a tour right now, which I was pretty surprised for, for a band yes. that only has like four songs Official. released yeah. officially. Yeah. Supposedly they have a pretty good sized back catalog of unreleased material. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, they were featured on Apple's Music. Uh, they were the new artist of the week back in April. And, uh, that track we just played, Highway Tune, was, was featured on an episode of, uh, Shameless on Showtime, also earlier this year. So, I mean, definitely getting some good, some good press for what they have been doing. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely curious to hear what they put out in the future, man. I'm looking forward to uh, hearing those next couple EPs later this year. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, so this next, this final song we're going to play is called uh, Black Smoke Rising. It's a title track from the EP. And this one to me sounds a little different vocally. I feel like this, we might hear more of this style uh, in the future, but here we go. Yeah, so the other brothers play the bass and the guitar, and I think they're just flawless. And the drumming is great too. That Danny is the drummer, so uh, yeah, yeah. Check them out, man. I was thinking the guitar part on that track actually that we were just uh, coming up on there on that 
particular section of the song is really beautiful. Yep. It's really uh, intricately played and it sounds great. It works seamlessly off of the chorus there. It's it's good. It's good stuff. And I believe they're touring with the Glorious Sons, who you know I have had some interest in up from Canada. Right. So we'll talk about them maybe a little bit later some other show. Yeah. They're actually coming to uh, my neck of the woods uh, in the fall. Your turn. Yeah. I'm actually going to talk about a hip-hop record. That I feel like we haven't talked about hip-hop at all on the show much. And uh, obviously we talked about the, show, the record at the beginning, the, the top of the show. But this is a... A little bit more traditional um, rap record from an artist named Billy Woods. He put out a record uh, about a month and a half ago now called Known Unknowns. So Billy is, I guess we could say, an underground MC. He's from New York City, though he did spend most of his... uh, most of his life in uh, Africa and the West Indies. He's known for like his very dense kind of lyrical um, onslaught. He, he, his first few records, I think he has three prior to this record, were fantastic and just amazing lyricism, but were kind of dense and very a little hard to uh, get your head around. There weren't a lot of choruses or you know loops and, and the beats that were uh, you know something you could kind of hook your ear onto. It was a lot of a lot of material, just kind of shoved at you all at once but this record he put out this year um has a little bit more traditional song structure to it and i really love the productions by a guy named blackhead also from new york city it really has a great sound he uh he worked with him back in 2013 on the, the dower candy record um which also sounded great and i think uh it's a really big step forward for him and i think uh Hopefully, it gets his name out there a little bit more. He's not super well known in the uh, in the industry, but uh, part of that is just because he's just kind of a secretive guy. He's got this. Uh, he doesn't like having his face on the internet, so all of the, all the YouTube videos I could find of him are just like from the neck down. <laughs> so it's really weird watching an MC rapping and just all you see is like his shoulders shaking around and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, you gotta protect your privacy in these day and ages. Yeah, you want to play? I'll play a track. So. Um, I was going to start out with this track called Washington Redskins, which is a little bit more like in his older style, which is just kind of just straight ahead. Here's like <laughs> five pages of uh, rhymes we spit out at you. So let's, let's play a little bit of uh, Washington Redskins. White men agree can jump out the gym, out on the limb if you assume it with friends, assume nothing, be better off in the end. Very where the Potomac bend, Harper's very tied, blood rim. Fight for all DC, write tight eulogy, houses underwater in PG, and what rough beast slouches towards Northeast to be born. The quickening from podiums, madman heat scorn, wild eyed bickering, the best lack all conviction, the worst claiming was written. Judge said, nigga, listen. Sounds a little bit like something I would have heard rap battle, you know? Yeah, he feels like a battle rapper, right? He's got kind of like a, that roughness to his voice where he's you know feels a little aggressive yeah i don't know did you what do you think of this record in general it was rappy uh yeah it was okay i mean it, you know me when we every time we we pretty much go through this every time i say the same stuff thought that the lyrics were more interesting than usual from the genre the delivery was pleasant for the most part not sometimes i just feel attacked by by uh the lyrical onslaught. But yeah, I mean, it, it was an enjoyable listen. Um, it's not my milieu, as you know, but I definitely see artistic value here. I definitely can sense that this is more than than uh, a cash grab. It's not 
someone trying to get famous. It's someone who has passion for their music. So you, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, man, I think that's well said. It's definitely a guy in it for the art. Not, uh, he's not making, uh, millions off this stuff by any means. And yeah, the thing, stuff he, the stuff he raps about is usually, um, dark and get this, like, kind of paranoid loner vibe from him, which I, which I think is accurate to his personality. You know, this guy's kind of a quirky personality. He'll, he'll slip some funny lines in there from time to time. And yeah, there's some good, there's a good couple of good guest spots by ASAP Rock, who is a friend of his and Elucid, sorry, Elucid, <laughs> who, uh, who he partners with in the, uh, Armenheimer project. He put out a record a couple of years ago that was pretty good. Yeah. Be careful because I go by Elucid um, <laughs> on the streets. So don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> That's Illu Kid as opposed to yes. Illu Sid. I'm an, I'm an illuminated kid. That's right. You know what I'm <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're like a fan of like MF Doom or Cannibal Ox or, or ASAP Rock, I think this guy would be right up your alley. He's got a pretty strong back catalog, but I think this is the record to start with. Um, you actually can stream it for free on Bandcamp. It's also on all the usual uh, streaming services as well. Um, let's play one more cut from this. This is called uh, Police Came to My Show. Wanted to know if they got their money worth. Both slipped out after my last verse. Zero merch sales later, I'm at the bar. Sell to order, members old chaser. Original plan was paid pipe later. But as it turns out, he bought his paper. Promoted, insisted, one for the road. Thought folks would come out, but you never know. I replied, so it goes. Cheese plate sounds good right about now. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of little details in there. It's hard to sort out and make sense of it <laughs> entirely. <laughs> like how are these things related exactly? <laughs> that's interesting, but yeah, that's what I mean though, where it's a little more engaging than what I'm used to, so yeah, uh, yeah, you're constantly trying to play this this game in your mind where you're like connecting all these various seemingly scattered thoughts, but they do seem to to form a cohesive picture once you give it a few lessons. And he's got kind of a goofy personality, you know, talking about like he had no merch sales for that show and he's just sitting at the bar kind of by himself and, he, you know, he's paranoid about cops being in the crowd and shit like that. It's just, he's just kind of an interesting guy and I really dig his flow. And I think this is an awesome record. It's probably one of my favorite uh, hip hop records of the year and I would highly recommend it. Yeah, I mean, an interesting... An interesting guy makes, uh, or an interesting person makes for a, usually a more interesting lyricist. So yeah, yeah, I'm with totally. you there. So we uh, are we are we finished? Are we <laughs> I think, done? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Anything else you want? Yes. Wow, somebody's happy. Yes, another episode. Thank you. In the can. All right, back on track. That's right, right, Mountain Man. Yeah. As usual, feel free to uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. That's what you thought of the show. We'd appreciate it. And uh, look us up on the Twitters and uh, Symbol Music Discovery app. We are there at Album Nerds. Where else can they find us, buddy? Well, we already mentioned the iTunes. There's the Google Play Music podcast section. There's Stitcher Radio. But yeah, always albumnerds.com, the home to the Album Nerds. It's kind of ugly, but we'll fix it up if y'all start visiting. 
you can listen to the podcast. You can listen to playlists that are based on our shows. And uh, feel free to shoot us some comments and let us know what we should be listening to, what you're listening to, and if any of our recommendations have taken you anywhere or if we're wrong. Yep. Catch you next week. We're going to be talking about uh, music streaming services and... uh kind of comparing some of the more popular ones and uh, be making some recommendations. So catch you next week. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you when we catch you. Bye-bye.